What's up, everybody? I'm your host, Melodic, and you're listening to STP Radio. Nothing you hear on this show is financial advice. What's up, everybody? I'm Chris, a.k.a. Melodic, and you're listening to STB Radio. I run this space daily. We discuss content creation, personal branding, and technology. Please leave a comment in the chat bubble. Retweet the space so we can find more friends. Let's get into it, everyone. Yo, yo, yo. We out here, baby, another day, STB Radio, building during the bear. You love to see it. Thank you, Binary, for coming back. Big fan of you. Obviously, fetching the audience. You'd love to see that. And the one and only Dan James, a real homie. Really appreciate him. STB Radio, Twitter, always showing up. I don't know who's running that account, but they're doing a fantastic job. Keep it up, STB Radio, Twitter account. Big fan, big fan. My animals are going bonkers right now. Um, I don't know if you can hear in the background. It sounds like somebody's here. I'm going to put on music for one second and see what the heck is going on. Keep you waiting. This one's for fetch. We were good. We were cold. Kind of dream that can't be sold. We were right till we weren't built a home and watched it burn. Remember 
All right, I'm back. Holy moly, that was kind of crazy. Anyway, boom. What's going on? Thank Fitch? you for playing. Yo, I was hyped during that song, so thank you so much. I was dancing and singing. Um, so yeah, I appreciate everything good over there with the dogs and such. Yeah, so I have like a little side hustle. It's a book. I own. I I run like a. It's an online bookstore. And yesterday, I, I did up a big shipment, six, seven boxes full of books to get shipped out. And UPS showed up, and I needed to give him a hand. So, yeah, it's all good. Ah, oh, I got you. I got you. That sounds like a nice little uh, side hustle you got going on, though. How long have you been doing that for? I remember in a space a while ago, you talked about it, but has that been something that's going on for a while? Yeah, years and years and years. Like, it started out just as, like, we selling random stuff from thrift stores. But it's kind of evolved into this whole thing. Like I, I, I literally moved to the house I'm in to run this business because it came with this massive garage and like a really good setup. So it's, it's been it's been good. Like it's right now my main source of income. So it's um, it's been good. It allows me to do spaces every day. So yeah, no, it's good. That's awesome though. Good for you. You're probably killing it. Like you're doing this. So that's great. Good to hear. I mean, killing it being um, relative, I suppose. I'm definitely not caking, but it's put me in a position where I have a little more freedom. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't have to, like, do anything. You know what I mean? Which was, which was my goal. My goal was never to be rich. My goal was to be free, which that's just a personal thing. I'm, like, out no, of breath, yeah. though. Oh, sorry. What was that? So I'm out of breath. I'm over here. I got my water today, though, so we won't be parched. Good, good, good. Glad to hear you. You won't have cotton mouth today. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. So I thought a good topic for today. I wrote an article this morning that I kind of liked. There was a lot of uh, conversation on Quora, my favorite, about overcoming demotivation. So I wrote an article, staying motivated in the face of difficult difficulty and invisible progress which I think is a nice topic. And anyone who's ever started a diet or started working out or even get into content creation, this is very, very relevant um, to that. Now my plane's going down. Not that like there, I have a lot to talk about on this topic, but there was a side point. I got an open notion. I hate when that happens, I'll tell you that. But it's all good. Uh, get my, let me get my notes open here. Uh, so you said you uh, wrote an article about that. Is that coming out on your uh, newsletter? It may or may not. So here's the, I'm writing an article every single day now. And I only post one newsletter per week. So what makes it and what doesn't is to be seen. But it very well could. Every morning I uh, release an article on my Medium and from there, I turn that into uh, TikToks and YouTube Shorts and all that kind of stuff. But it's just been, it's just uh, practice. I just really enjoy the practice. And um, yeah, actually, here we go. I got my point back. I got my point. Okay, so what I, I wanted just to really quickly dive into Quora because it's a really interesting platform. And like literally nobody ever talks about Quora. I don't think I've ever heard a single person talk about it. And I really only started answering questions on Quora 
Like, I did it here and there randomly, but it's been in the past, call it, month or so that have been on there. And I do it probably every other day or, or so. But the cool thing is, like, the more you do it, it actually, like, your responses get recommended to people. So just in the last few days, my, my responses on there have, have gotten 55 views. Which is low, like it's not a lot, but that's 55 potential people that I can bring into the ecosystem that otherwise never would have had the opportunity to know who I am at all. And not only that, but it creates topics as well. So. No, yeah, that's awesome. Like you said, right when you said you only have 55, I literally thought the same thought that like, that's 55 people that you don't have on other platforms so you're bringing more people to you so that's pretty cool i still have to check that out i know you mentioned it like a couple weeks ago and i had no idea what it was Uh, but uh maybe later tonight or something i'll i'll browse that a little bit to learn some more because it seems like it's really helping you out so i'm a fan and you know it's interesting because sometimes like i'll ask questions to my google home and it will actually reference quora so it's well versed in Google SEO. And if anyone searched, searches any of these things I've answered, and there's potential that, you know, my Google, it gets brought up on a Google search. So I think it's like, it's just one of those things. So this all comes back to the overarching topic that I really wanted to dive into a little bit. And I do see flea here. So we have to get this part out first. Just kidding. I'm sure he has lots of wise words on this as well. I just like poking the bear, so to speak. But point I was making there was um oh no I forget what the point I was making there anyway more of the story is oh here we go you know I brought up only 55 people so far have or this week have read my answers on Quora but that really ties into something that I'm very passionate not I don't know passionate to word, but something I'm very aware of is the tipping point right so the tipping point refers to the idea that progress is often not visible until a certain point at which it suddenly becomes apparent and accelerates rapidly. So this is the number one thing that crushes us, myself included. You know, I've started a lot of things, but I haven't been able to have that consistency. And a big part of that is simply I didn't realize the tipping point was even a thing. And I keep seeing this book called The Tipping Point that I'm starting to think probably refers to this. I'm getting caught in mouth. I'm going to drink some water for you. Don't worry. Yeah, it's interesting you you brought that up because I didn't know, like you said, there was a, an, an actual name for it. And the fact that there's a book for it, that really makes me want to check that out because I'm the same way because there's stuff that I have. I like get so hyped about like starting, then I start it and I'm like, uh, and then, you know, I kind of just stop doing it, which is very unfortunate. And I need to get try and like figure out how to do that less often. You know what I mean? <laughs> Well, this is like the number one thing about life. It's like most good things take time. That's just the reality. And like the advice is just to keep working hard, even when there's no immediate or visible progress, because things can change suddenly once you reach a certain threshold. This means that staying motivated, pushing forward, even when it seems like you're not progressing, like that just hits for me so much. Like right now, this is very applicable on my little core thing that I've been talking about. Like it seems like I'm not making a whole lot of progress. But what, here's the next thing. This is the, my next point is ask yourself this simple question. If I continue this behavior for two years, what are the chances something good will happen? 
And I think when you ask yourself that question, it becomes really obvious what behaviors are good or bad. It's like puts it in a very straightforward way. So this is something I've been asking myself a lot lately. And this is why I think also I've been getting so frustrated on Twitter lately. It's because I've just seen so much crap that doesn't pass that test. And when I'm looking at life through this lens, it makes it harder to like relate maybe, right? So, you know, answering things on Quora for two years is a not a, obviously a bad strategy. So what would that look like in two years? My instinct is probably very positive. You know, if I ask the same question, what if I eat McDonald's every day for the next two years and other fast food? What would that look like? Like probably not good. Like it's a very, it puts it in like very black and white terms. And if you start working out and you're not seeing any progress for a month, two months, but if you ask yourself, okay, if I continue to work out for the next two years, what are the chances something good happens? It's very obvious. Like probably something good will happen. And it like, it takes you out of that like day-to-day nuanced thinking But even if you ask yourself that question, I still believe there will be days that are difficult and times will be hard, which is where atomic habits is really helpful because it's about attaching these things to your identity. And one of the things that I've been doing that's really helped me with this exact thing is I like it was um, in a different space. A guy brought up matcha tea, which I've been drinking. And he also brought up uh, a calendar like on your fridge that you can mark off. And I've been marking off every day that I write an article and every day that I create a video because those are things I don't see any growth in right now. Like I don't see the progress because I've really just begun it about a month, two months ago. So you don't see that that initial like thing. Like I post a video on TikTok, it gets 200 views. That's basically a standard. I mean, I got one on YouTube that had like a thousand, but like that's that's the outlier. So when I go to my calendar and I see my consistency, that's the visual that I'm after. Like I actually no longer care so much about the engagement. It's like my goal is to be consistent and disciplined because I want this calendar to be a reflection of who I am. So I really, really am really going to push the idea that tracking the things you want in a visual way is really positive. And actually Flea brought up this the other day, an app he's using. I kind of, I wrote it down, but I forget what it is now. Something about a tree or something. I don't know. Flea, are you there? Can you tell us what app that was? I'm not telling you shit, man. You fucking write everything in your life down. I recommend one app. You can't write the shit down. What was it what called? I did, what I did notice, what I did notice, this motherfucker, look at the growth mindset in action. He's at his local Sam's Club yesterday just fucking loading up on water. You have water right next to him. He's, he's ready. The zombie apocalypse to start now. <laughs> You got your fucking flashlight, your water, some crackers. What do you got on the table today? In terms of content or in terms of like physically no, on my table? No, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, you know, I'm not a, I don't like talking about content every single day. Let's talk about what's on the desk. What's on Chris's desk today? Literally, no And don't leave anything water. out. If, if there's fucking a, a jug of Jergens on the fucking desk, just say it, man. What's on the desk? Describe everything that's on your work desk right now. Okay, I'll tell you. I have five, six, seven V friends, collectible trading card game packs, like the box that they came in. Okay, seven of those, four unopened, which I'm very bullish on. Very excited about that. What are you setting up for a, a FaceTime call with Gary V? No, no, no. I just, if I'm being totally honest, I actually have my webcam on two of them because it's like the perfect height. So you actually can't see them on a, on a call. 
they're actually kind of uh, acting as a tripod for me, and I also just kind of enjoy looking at them. And two, I actually don't have any other place to really put them at this point. So it's more just out of um, potentially you could call it laziness. And then... Oh, that's my specialty. Yeah. I mean, if you guys want to talk about uh, kind of, you know, productive ways to be lazy, uh, that's right up my alley, man. Yeah, that'll be uh, topic two because I do have to fulfill the task at hand, which was to scrub everything on my desk. I've got a pen paper and a water bottle which i need to drink right now there you go there you go all right let's start the planes back up let's get back in the sky uh i don't know what's going on what do you got for us today man i think you i think i don't know chris if you don't mind me saying this i think a potential rebrand you you should consider for uh stb radio man i don't know i think you should bring in the whole the whole brick by brick thing, you need to incorporate it into your uh, your spaces brand, man. This STB, like, think about it. Somebody comes across this, they're like, "What the fuck is STB mean?" It almost sounds like STD, so it's like. Yeah, that is exactly what my girlfriend said. She was like, "You got to be very careful yeah, when you say STB." I mean, brick by brick radio, you know, like that, that. I don't know. It's cool, and then maybe like brick one. You just name the show like each brick, mm. brick one, brick two, brick three. I really like. I that. don't know. Then you can get cringe and start throwing out poaps. Like each each poap is a brick. You know, and if you if you if you get maybe if you get a couple thousand poaps, you you buy somebody a house. I don't know. I'll I'll do uh, checks, but I'll just make them bricks instead. Open edition. There you go. No, I like that feedback. You know, I'm very receptive to good feedback. Yeah, and you have the ability to pivot fast. Like you move quick, which is cool. Yeah, by the end of day, that's that will be done. Like I do feel bad though because I could see the bricks already. I, um, unfortunately, I actually just made a website. It's stbradio.com. <laughs> so that's a little unfortunate. We have to change it. Now, yeah, I tried to get uh, brickbybrick.com. Obviously, it's like 10 grand. But Bricks by Bricks is available. But, like, is that too. How about Bricks by Pricks? Like, <laughs> well, that's on brand. Your, that's your, your version. your brand to be like Mean Guy. Who's like laying bricks, like bricks by pricks. I do really like that. I'm just not sure it, um, like, you know, tells my message. I'm not, I'm not a prick. Like, I, I might be a prick. Hey, man, everyone's a prick. My boss is walking across the parking lot right now. He looks like a prick. What happens if he sees you? He did. I fucking waved at him like I was on a parade float. Okay, okay. So... Flea, I don't know. So the other day in the in the in a, a group chat, I was like, I'm gonna start speaking my mind on Twitter, and then I went and deleted all the tweets that were speaking my mind because it felt bad. And I, I, uh, I saw a tweet today that like immediately I was like, this is so cringe. I hate this. I want to call this dude out so bad, but instead I just made a different tweet. I was like, what should I do? And people are like, bro, just like ignore it, which is probably good advice. But what do you think? Why did you delete the tweets? Like, what what happened? What changed? Like, how did you feel? Like, just take me through what you felt. So here's it. Like, you know, human beings in general are pretty emotional. And I feel like making decisions when you are feeling emotional is never a good idea. And, like, sometimes things just trigger me. And, like, and then I just write something up. And I either schedule it for later so I can, like, read it later to see how I feel about it still. That's the problem, Chris. You can't schedule 
like when you're annoyed with something like because then you calm down you want things to be like in the spur of the moment fuck this guy put it out there because then if it's if it's scheduled and you come and you're like it's like you put it for eight o'clock it's like 1 p.m later on in the day you're like oh, i don't know i kind of like yeah this exactly guy. that's literally what happens but here's and think, but here's the thing think Do you, about this, i don't want to add uh, to the negativity that's like the number one thing what do you think what do you mean you want to add to the negativity i don't want to add to the negativity like putting out like saying that like you think this is wrong like it's is it even helpful What's the point? I'm gonna drink some water. I just wanted to say that uh, Flea, that whole branding thing, like that's why you are the best creative director in the game. Agreed. Like that was just amazing. Like the way that you just thought of that so fast was was awesome. So props to you. <laughs> Thank you, I appreciate it. Hold on, I just had to change locations because you know, things that when you're, when you're kind of doing spaces on work time and I mean, by definition, I'm a professional spaces, uh, I guess, speaker because I'm getting paid to talk to you guys. But anyway, the caveat of that is when you're getting, when you're doing it on company time, you kind of have to uh, maneuver strategically. And, uh, so yeah, that's what's going on now. I did find a nice, beautiful location. It's a nice reverb here. So, uh, start, we're, we're back. We're back. Chris, uh, you, are you uh, hydrated or what? No, I'm hydrated. I'm good. I don't know why I get okay. such nappy okay. mouth so Let's... quick, though. Like, what is up with that? That what? I get cotton mouth real quick. Yeah, I mean, uh, when it, uh, it sounds like you smoke tons of weed. Yeah, I, I know. know. I really Your know. eyes look kind of red sometimes in those shorts. Uh, you got your hat up. That's another indicator, like you're really relaxed. I, I, honestly, speaking of shorts, I'd like to see you put your, uh, your hat on, like, all the way. Like, you look like a fed-up little league coach. Like, the kids are fucking down 12 runs. I don't know what you mean. I have a big head. Like, it's on all the way. <laughs> no, I want to see the brim. Like, you got to pull it over the middle of your forehead. Like I said, you ha you look like a, I'm telling you, like a down-and-out little league coach. Like, you just fucking... All right, here's right the thing. Quit. You're going to have to go on YouTube Live right now and see. I have it down all the way. And I... All right, well, you know, no, that's going to be fun because I'll listen back to this later. I'll watch the video. And then I'll see if the hat move, you know, if the hat positioning changed. Well, I like it. So, so let's talk about the the, the negative t tweets that you feel like you have to delete. Uh, yeah, I mean, what's what's the goal, man? No, I here's the thing. The I want to know your theory. Tell me your theory on why it's a good idea to tweet out things that annoy you. I just think it's always a good idea to express yourself. And, and not worry about what other people might think of it because eventually you'll build an audience of people who appreciate that. I mean, I'd rather have an audience of people that allow you to be you and kind of look forward to those kind of tweets than a bunch of fucking Karens getting offended by everything you say. I mean, I appreciate that take. That makes a lot of sense to me. You know, it's also you're Canadian. You're, you're like nice is in your DNA. You know, I'm from New York. I'm surrounded by assholes all day. Mm. I probably am one myself. I don't know. But, yeah, it's just different cultures. I could see, like, you're, you're a nice guy. Uh, I could see why it might bother you to, to kind of, you know, shake shit up. But I think it'll benefit you, man. And the reality is, like, my version of, like, a spicy tweet is probably very tame. The reality of it. It's probably worded, like, something like this. 
I don't appreciate the way this gentleman is running his business. This is not how you build a long-term relationship with your customers. <laughs> yeah, instead of just saying, you know what, I think this guy's a fucking asshole. I'm right. not buying his shit anymore. Yeah, hilarious. So, so here's where's, a- IV? Where's, the, where's everybody else, man? What's going on here? This is the problem. This is the problem we have in this space, man. People, motherfuckers aren't watering the grass here. We got you know, some dry patches. We- Chris wants to drink all the water, so I don't know what to do now. Well, when you're running seven days a week, I definitely don't have expectations that everyone will show up every day. No, but this is prime time. It's during the week, man. Mm. Saturdays and Sundays, I I probably don't really show up either because like I just I'm all about balance. I think I think it's unhealthy to uh, hold on. I think it's unhealthy to run spaces every single day. Hey, same. But I do it anyway. No, I mean, I I, I get it. Like if you don't have anything else going on on the weekend fuck it just fire up a space get the reps in but overall for for balance and i just think uh resting it's like working out you know imagine like working the same body part every single day you know so maybe on the weekends do more writing instead of spaces work a different body part now weekends or weekdays to me are you know, literally I'm the sorry, same i gotta thing. interrupt you chris i'm sorry man i think maybe in the weekends fucking release like a like a recap of the whole week and you put a put out a video like edit it tighten it and, and get all the funny clips all the informative clips and just put out like a recap maybe people like appreciate that the recap spread then people want to actually come to the live show so many benefits to doing shit like that yeah i love that i think that's a great idea flea don't get me wrong chris it's amazing that you do it every day but i think that doing a recap like that would not only like Flea said bring more people to the space but also it gives you more reps in on doing videos and stuff because i know you want to start doing videos more so it could like kind of help you know learn more about editing and everything like that so yeah. I, I love that idea and even even on, t- on top of that once like tally's done flashing his tits to influencers for mardi gras beats and you know like you should maybe collab with him and maybe try to at least Maybe just collab with one video, get some editing tips, and and make, have him make one because I think that would be hilarious. There's a lot of fucking crazy shit that we say here, and I think it's like editing gold for him. But again, he's out collecting Mardi Gras beats, so I don't know. Whenever he decides to, you know, water the grass here, man, there's a there's a lot of opportunity. There's a lot of content, like there's a lot, there's a lot of content here. Like especially if you uh, are able to go back through it, there's a lot of stuff there. Um, yeah, know. maybe when he's editing this, he can like directly respond and put like, you know, like a censored person with their top off, like for Mardi Gras beads. And he's like, no, Flea, I'm not doing that. He can clarify. Well, honestly, though, you do bring up a point that is kind of like very true. It's like all these people that create content, they seem to only create content for, but like, does it make sense? Because if he's going to make these videos, use his time, he wants to get eyes on it. I don't know. When you're good, you're good. You know, it's like the whole Steve Martin quote, get so good that they can't ignore you. Like when you have talent, you, you know what I mean? Like you don't need the top people to, to uh, co-sign. Because then what happens when they stop co-signing? What happens to your, to your brand and, and your audience? Like, does it stay the same? I don't know. It's almost like, like building a house on sand when you take that approach. Yeah, no, that makes. I mean, that basically sums up the entire NFT community. Yeah. Well, we got the binary over there with their hand up. What's going on? 
No, it's just I was just wondering, Flee, uh, do you you're an artist, right? Do you do a newsletter? Do I have, do, I'm sorry. Have you have you ever tried doing a newsletter? A new That's, Twitter? No. no. Newsletter. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. I I've never I I've considered it cuz I also enjoy writing. Um but no, I I haven't really done a newsletter. I did make a new account with like this pseudonym kind of character that I'm creating that I'm going to maybe uh, attempt to like release some some art ideas I have. But no, I I mean, how, how what why do you think a newsletter would be a good idea? That's that's interesting. No, I just um I was thinking uh, I'm part of this uh, 1% club by NFT God and everyone is writing newsletters and I was like what do I write as an artist you know I mean I can write my process video process and why do it and and there's like do people really care you know I mean I think these things are all tools and and it's just like it's no it's like another brush as an artist right maybe right. your your newsletter could complement your art and and explain and tell tell your story and and go behind the scenes on things you know what i mean like mm. in that way i feel like that's a like if i uh i'm trying to think let me give you an example um all right i i love like dave chapel stand up right? right if he had a newsletter that like slowed the pace down and talked about like how he came up with certain jokes or like or he gives you the raw writing of like cuz you know all stand up is is writing it's not like they go up there and just wing that shit right right, right. So, like if he just shared like the notebook pages that he wrote all the jokes in and and then you know went deeper like i feel like a, it, it's an opportunity for a deeper dive i mean right. not every newsletter has to be like educational in terms of like trying to provide like alpha all the time right okay yeah that makes sense I always and, wanted to but I didn't know what to write in it. I mean, there, uh, do how many subscribers do you have? I didn't even start. Oh, so well, I mean, you'll never know until you start, you know. And True. then I mean, if you if you if you're doing it for the right reasons and you really enjoy the process of uh writing or or sharing, you know, or interacting with people on a different level, yeah. like it it's not going to be sustainable you know it's only when you love what you're doing that you can kind of just keep showing up with like one person or zero people and still gets and still feel fulfilled you know right right thank you actually thank you thank you so much yeah no problem i'm again i'm nobody i, I know nothing i'm i'm a, I'm, a, i'm i uh i'm a self-assessed moron but i do have you know i do, don't mind sharing my opinion and if you appreciate it uh that's beautiful Yeah I mean just see I just want to take in different opinions on you know having a newsletter by an artist I I see uh newsletters by content creators of you know maybe uh mind positivity I am getting better and stuff like that I understand people wanting to read them because they want to make them better but I wonder how many people will be actually interested in what an artist have to say behind a piece or you know that process i mean again this is coming from i'm being from india and people here doesn't care about art so i'm just trying to understand there's a lot of ways to look at that i would say like my favorite artists you know if if here's the thing so 
I guess I'll try to pull an example from the Web3 community. It's kind of like Danny Cole is an artist I can think of. A lot of people don't know who he is, but if he were to have a newsletter, I would probably subscribe to it because I find his way of thinking interesting. And often the newsletters are like the number one way to, to really get close to somebody and like really get their most like intimate thoughts. So it's to me, a newsletter is like the next level. So I don't think it's like if you only have a newsletter, that could get tricky because the number one thing you probably have to build first is some form of audience. Like your Twitter is a good example. Like if you were to really start posting a lot on Twitter, create a lot of content and start building up an audience, even if it's just 50 people, if 10 of them subscribe and they find an interest in, that's a W. So I, I just view newsletters more as like maybe like a second channel, not necessarily the, the main one. And again, only do it like if, if you don't enjoy writing, sustaining a newsletter is going to be really, really difficult. Right, I, I do, I do enjoy. Sorry, sorry. Go no, I was just gonna say, I think the name newsletter too, is uh, is an issue. I think it, yeah. it, it kind of tricks you into thinking like newsletter. I have to like report some shit. But it, 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 if it was named something else, it would probably be more clear to you how you can use it. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I. I, I sorry. Go ahead. Sorry, I remember Chris. You me- I you mentioning this to have a funnel that this newsletter will drive into, and as I had like a print-on-demand side that I thought I would add, you know, perfect. like print. that's a great yeah, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Yeah, I just wanted to quick say that I actually really like the idea of doing like something behind the scenes like showing maybe if just how you go about making a piece and then just like maybe tell the story behind it and how you came up with that for me that that would be very interesting but again like flea and chris both mentioned that you have to love it and love what you're doing you don't want to just do it you know just to do it but to actually really love it and enjoy it it's almost like you can look at it instead of newsletter think of it like as a public creative journal yeah yeah emily you posted something in the comments maybe just tell us what uh you posted down there even days where you don't feel creative right like that's an opportunity where you might not feel creative in in the thing you're trying to do but you can also just sit down write about that and express the frustration express the you know what you're going through and I, I'm sure that, that that can provide value to other people going through the same thing, especially if you're able to talk about how you get out of those ruts and stuff like that. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, what I posted was uh, this artist, NFT artist, and I think she does – she's a multi multimedia artist. Her name is Muddy Kai, and she did a super interesting space uh, basically explaining her, her process, how she started art, and I think that – just as everybody said, and as Fetch said, like people who are not normally artists are fascinated by this creative process, the way of thinking, the way of conceptualizing, like 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 taking the concept and and making something out of it. So I think that it would be really interesting to just share bits and pieces of what you do, um, whether in writing or in what? actual real life, you know. 
<laughs> did you guys hear that? Uh, I I hope not. That was an accident. I did. That's why. That's Oops. why I was throwing up the laughing faces because I heard the what. Okay. And then, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that was an accident. I clicked the button. I shouldn't have clicked. But I, I think that's a good point, Emily. I, but um, I'm actually I'm hung up on the fact you heard that. I didn't think you would because I had my thing muted. So that's actually good for me to know. So I can't wait to see what else we hear in the future, man. This is interesting. I love the faulty mute button. Well, no, no. So it's not faulty. It actually it's designed to work that way. I just didn't realize it worked that way. So it's a learning curve on my behalf on the mixing board. But an overarching point I wanted to make, because this is something to consider at least, is even if you find the exact way to write your newsletter and you really enjoy it, people still have to subscribe and see it, which is kind of the tricky part because like a lot of people have great business ideas, but they can't execute on them. And that is really where all the magic happens. You might have the shittiest newsletter in the world, but if you're a really good executor, you're going you're gonna to have a lot more people subscribe to it. So like that's a whole other bag of worms that you have to decide like do i want to get into that or not and there is always the thing like if you just enjoy writing it you just keep doing it and keep like it might blow up might not if it's quality content people share it like there's there's always that side of things but you definitely do have to you know put a little bit of uh juice behind the marketing campaign however that is and i and i think with your website i mean that that makes a lot of sense you just might have to market the website a little bit more. What kind of juice? I prefer uh, apple juice, but it's expensive these days, man. And cheese? Like, what's going on with cheese? Have you, like, okay, cheese used to be, like, on sale, like, $3. It's regular price, like, 9 bucks now. It's actually crazy. I got to do a uh, hat brim check. Uh, how's your hat going? Did you fucking, did it slowly creep back up to the top of your head? It, it creeped up. But I do have a good reason for it. It's where it's A, comfortable, and B, my light is above me. And if I put my hat too low, it just creates a large shadow on my face. And I watched some videos on lighting, and they told me that's not what you want to do, create shadows on your face. Why don't you do something Why don't you do something nice for your hair so then you don't have to wear a hat? Maybe get some cornrows. I don't know. So my hair's been an issue my whole life. I actually cut my own hair, which is a major problem because... I shouldn't be doing that, but I, I, I just like buzz it and it's getting a little long right now, but there's just, there's just ongoing debate between me and my girlfriend. She like likes my hair looking crazy and messy and longer when it just looks bad, but I like to trim it up. So when I go to do it, there's always this like debaclement of like, oh, go cut your hair. Like I have to look at you. You don't have to look at yourself. But the reality is I spent a lot of time looking at myself being someone who um, maybe is a little bit of a narcissist, you know, I might look at myself more than anyone else. You, you got to do what's best for you. You know what I mean? It, it's your hair. <laughs> well, I'm impressed you had something to say to that because that's like a tough one. Like your hosting skills are becoming increasingly improved. Very impressive. Well, thank you. I, I appreciate that. I'm, I'm just learning from the best. You know what I mean? Yeah, Flea is really good. I, I agree. He is one of the best. Yo, Flea, Flea, you definitely need to host more spaces because uh, I would hop in there all the time if I was available. I appreciate it. Look at that. She's like, if I was available. There's a disclaimer <laughs> on, on Fetch's um, loyalty. Yeah, you know it. Come on now. <laughs> you know I would always support you. No, Fetch is, Fetch is one of a kind, man. They're, they're just the vibe is uh, it's uh, impeccable. 
Oh, thank you. That seriously just made my day. I love that. Thank you so much, Lee. We're giving we're giving all the flowers. I got a nice vase here, right, right in front of me. So that's that's nice. We we're, we're changing Flea. Like his ability to give those flowers is forever increasing. It's like kind of like the Grinch. Like his heart was two sizes too small, but the longer he's in this group, it's like grown to regular size. And by this time next year, he might be unrecognizable. Yeah, man, I hope so. I hope my uh, my wallet, port- my portfolio is unrecognizable, too. Yeah, and when that happens, like you said, he's going to leave us all. He's like, I can once I can delete this app, you know, I'm out of here. So that might be unfortunate yeah, for us. Yeah. I just want to start selling my fucking kind- kindergarten grade art and, uh, and just make a killing, man, and start just buying NFTs that I want. I mean, the reality is the portfolio probably will be unrecognizable because when it goes to zero, you won't even have the option to look at it. Yeah, you'll recognize me at Chick-fil-A asking you what what you want, and I take your order. I'm fucking my tired. I started, I started my day off with a cold brew. I usually don't do that. I, like, got it before work. Usually I'll wait, like, you know, a couple hours into being at work. And I'm just tired, so I don't know if that worked out for me. Well, it doesn't sound like it worked out for you. Also, I thought we were going to grow it out in Viking status, by the way. Written Blank said, I I like that. Maybe for the beard. I don't know what the hair. My hairline is major cringe, major insecurity, which is why I wear the hat. And actually, I think a lot of males have insecurities about their hair and the problem. Now you got to do a short without the hat one day, man. It'll happen well, someday. I hope so. Yeah, I don't know. Hair, man. <laughs> anyway, yeah, um, take off the hat, do a nice clean shave. I always say, like, for me, I always just say it's hair and it's going to grow back. Like, I always, for the longest, for, like, probably at least, like, seven years, I had on the side shaved and now I have like an undercut and like, and I put all these like crazy colors in my hair. Like I just don't care. Cause I'm always like, it's going to eventually grow back. Like, you know what I mean? And I like to like, just have fun with it. So. I mean, speaking of hair, you should, I mean, if you think uh, you're having a lot of hair fall or maybe, you know, uh, you started losing hair, you should try minoxidil. <laughs> I mean, I'm not kidding. No, I know. It's just it's, it's just a funny statement. Speaking of hair, it's just like how do the how do you get on this topic? I love that. <laughs> no, um, I mean, hair can boost a person's confidence and tank it at the same time. But you speak the you truth. Know. I agree with that so much. Like, it really can boost your confidence. Like, when I have, I don't know why, but like, if I have like a color in my hair, I just feel like it's for me it just makes me so happy and like i feel like i have so much confidence and like i don't know so i really i really agree with you with with what you said there yeah i mean if you want some life change just get a haircut and you'll feel much better (laughs) you also have to groom the full body chris you can't just do like your hair you have to complete the package you know what i mean i think binary should include hair care as a part of a segment in the newsletter that's like, I, I don't know, man. I'll digress. Digress. So you don't think I should groom all of my hair? No, no. I'm just like, you know, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I, I'm gonna just quit in general. Okay. I'm going to quit 
I'll switch well, it to I'm brick quick. The number one thing we're lacking in these spaces, brick by brick radio, is the ability to bring on maybe one guest a week, even in the fetch factor. I think that's something that we have to strive to do. The minute we can find someone who is, I should probably just do it myself, but someone to like reach out and try to find interesting people to speak to, not necessarily like large influencers and that kind of thing. The the problem with that though is like a lot of hosts or, you know, like look at the vibe you have here. It's very chill, right? And then once people get a guest, they, you know, they show up, they have their fucking tuxedo on, they're, they're passing out hors d'oeuvres, there's, there's a fucking uh, little band playing, a little orchestra, it gets too proper. Their whole demeanor changes, the whole vibe that makes the space what it is kind of vanishes. So you, uh, not just saying you, but I'll just say you, uh, you know, when you talk to somebody as a, like, as a potential guest, you, you got to maybe be clear that, you know, we, we do get out of pocket, we do get crazy. You know, it, it, it's a it's a nice balance, and you got to see if they're comfortable with that. If if you, if someone's not comfortable with that, they're a fucking square. They're boring. Why even bring them on? You know what I mean? You want you want people that can dance this dynamic that that we have here. I know. I agree. You know, where where like you ask the good questions, and then I poke fun at shit. They ha- and then Fetch just just sits there and looks pretty. Like we just have to have that dynamic, and they have to be comfortable with it. Yeah. Well, I mean. Yeah, I, mean, I don't mean sit there and not talk either. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, I was going to say, oh, thank you. <laughs> but then Chris started talking and I didn't want to chime in. But no, I think you're completely right. You almost have to like this vibe. I love this vibe. And like Lee said, if it's someone who's like, you know, has a little like a bigger following, they're going to bring people in. And if they're expecting like this very formal space, you know, something that we're not used to our viewers here are going to be like, well, what the fuck are they doing? This isn't them. And then also the, the, whoever we would bring would be like, if we would act ourselves, like we are, they'd be like, what is going on? This is a train wreck, but it's amazing. So, <laughs> you know, it's very hard too to, to conduct like a, like a solid interview, very difficult, but it's a lot easier and a lot more practical to like find the level of relation with somebody like, don't just like fucking sit there asking them question after question after question, you know, like you want to go back and forth, let them hear you out, like add to what they're saying, share your experience, see if they have anything they can add. And it's just like, like that dance keeps it interesting. You know, there's very few people that can do interviews like, like Howard Stern, where it's like, Jesus, that was so good. And they they let the other person talk the whole time. Yeah, no, I agree with that. And one thing I could say is, so I used to I used to run an Amazon podcast and I would have on some of the larger sellers who were doing well. And I really think it was easy to do those episodes and go back and forth because I had a really good understanding of their perspective and what they were doing. Like I was in the grind with them. So I think a lot of these other hosts, I mean, there's exceptions like someone like I, I don't know, maybe Joe Rogan even or how like they, I did I wonder the level of research they do before a guest comes on because often they have a lot of context on the person, which is important. But I do also think there's value in spaces like this, but then also a little bit more just straight up informative spaces. And if the host can, you know, have fun, and that's kind of like a, like a bonus. Um, and that's, I don't know. Go ahead. I think it's great when it's something that people can kind of passively listen to if they choose to, you know? Where if they, they could just leave it on in the background, have a couple laughs, like, oh, like maybe a couple good ideas come through. Or if it's something they're really interested in, they can like actively listen or even request and come up to speak. 
you know, I, I think that's that's the, a nice balance to strike with, with the space where it's like too involved and people have to like that's why sometimes with Ryan Carson's thing, like it gets like they want to take fucking roll call. They want they, they ask for too much sometimes, you know, and it's just like sometimes I don't have the time. I'm just have my phone in the background. And I'm just passively listening. I don't have time to fucking respond to every question. Uh, you know, use emojis for the roll call. Like, I don't know. I don't think people want to have to like work while they're listening. I completely agree with that, Flea, because I listen to uh, the Daily Dose too. And when they were doing like poops every day, I'm like, well, what if I like I'm gonna miss this poop because I like you have to be by your phone the whole entire time. And then, especially now when they do this roll call thing, like, I don't, well, I know how it's going to work, but I mean, like, if I'm not by my phone for, like, a minute, it's like, well, then now what? You know what I mean? So I I love the idea of having something that you can just have on in the background that would be, like, entertaining, but also if you want to come up and talk and just, like, talk about what you're saying and voice your opinions and stuff, you have the ability to do that. So I, I do like that. attention too. go ahead. Em. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, Hey, please. Uh, yeah. I just think that if people are coming here, they will come to your vibe, Chris. I think that you've been pretty good at attracting people. I mean, it's, it's organically attracting people that just want to, yeah, chill out or hang out or if they have like something to say or a, a question or whatever, then the conversation is going to flow like you said the tone. So if you want to, if you want to, you know, get somebody to come in, that person is going to bring their vibe to it and it's going to add a little spice and then it's just going to mix well and, and, and create something good. So why hey, not? Emily's sharp. Emily's sharp. That's cool. I like her vibe too. Cause she's, she's Canadian. Of, yeah, of course. I figured. <laughs> I mean, that's the vibe, that, the kind of people you want to attract is like, you know, everyday people, man. Some of these spaces are like just fucking high horse stables where like it's just come up there, you know, I, I'm going to be PG because we have ladies here. But yeah, you come up, you, you do whatever, you know, it's like this swinging competition. So I, I think the fact that you can have something where everyday people feel like they can come up, be a part of the conversation, maybe learn something, share their opinion. And, and uh, it just feels more organic, man. And I'm not shitting on any of the other shows. Don't get me wrong. But I just telling you what I prefer, the kind of vibe I like. Imagine if, like, you listen to Joe Rogan and it's just like, you know, oh, put your hands in the air if you hear me. <laughs> no. You know, like, I... fucking hip-hop concert. So something you kind of said made me think of something. So yesterday there was a space, uh, super spaces, and it was about hosts. And all the hosts were there. And they were all given, like, their quote-unquote growth hacks. And I'm listening. I requested I went up for a minute and I decided to just leave because it's like, here's... Maybe this is not even NFTs or, or, or spaces. Maybe this is just people in general. I don't know. But what was happening and what made me leave was the simple fact, and this probably happens everywhere. It's like everyone that wanted to request and speak gave their thing. They gave their feedback and they were looking for, and it, it seemed to me, maybe I perceived this wrong, but it seemed like everyone was just like there thinking to themselves, oh, I got the best advice. I got the best advice. I'm going to give mine and hope to get some kind of reward, some kind of like, like clap and an ovation and like everyone's advice was good, but no one actually uh, like discussed it. Like the host never went into the thing they said to see how other people could implement it. It was just like, here's my solid advice. Look how smart I am. And then to the next person, look at me, look at me. And I'm like, wow, this is like watching. Like, I feel like it's um, maybe I'm overanalyzing it, but like it, I just really didn't necessarily enjoy that, that 
dynamic, but I feel, feel like sometimes on spaces, that's kind of the norm. You know, I, I put my hand up and you just keep going. You know, my hand is a signal that it's time to, time to conclude. That is not what that means, Flea. Maybe that's why you don't like hands, because you don't understand how they work. Yeah, no, I, I, the, when you see my hand from now on, that's what it means. It means let's start getting concise. Use it on me, Chris. Do you want to fucking, you feel like I'm rambling now? Throw it up. But, uh, and I had two ideas. I had, I had realized that I was probably going to forget the second one. I'm already almost forgetting the first one. But, uh, no, okay, I got it. You can, you can start the plane back up. But, yeah, I also pay attention to, like, the little the ways these people run the spaces is all they're always trying to like game the algorithm right so that's why you you see them constantly asking you to throw up emojis like this and this so apparently the algorithm picks up like emojis so if you use thumbs down that's controversial you know the theory about you know anything negative the algorithm favors so you should just start asking for thumbs down every space also the comments like they always want you to comment and hit the purple button on the right always trying to game the algorithm so i mean that's something to consider chris because i know you're into uh growth and what figuring out that's what he's gonna do when he wants you to shut up now yeah he's yeah he's that. just gonna play his fucking intro <laughs> jesus christ i one of chris is enough um the second thing too is i i think it's cool for people to go to a space where like they can almost share like their weaknesses and, and get people's like feedback you know um too too many times you want to go on these spaces and sound like a fucking expert or you want to have like this this great point that you like get applauded for but maybe it's cool to have a space where you can go and just say hey man i'm struggling with writing or i'm being super fucking lazy or i'm trying to like develop my reading habit but i don't know what to do you know i'd argue that's kind of what we do here is it not I don't fucking know. You're all over the place, man. You're parched. You're playing your intro mid-show. I don't know, Chris. You don't know how to wear a fucking hat. I don't know what's going on, man. I'm, I'm trying to stay bullish here. I kill the soundboard, though. You really do. You really do. You're always on it, especially the plain one. It gets me every time. Like, it's so dumb. And, like, people, like, if someone's new here... They'd be like, what is that playing? And I'm just sitting here cracking up to myself. So I love it. <laughs> and the number one thing people do incorrectly on the soundboard often, especially with the roadcaster, is they have the sound way too loud and it like destroys your ear every time you hear it. So the key is to have it kind of in the background on a nice low level. You know what I mean? That's good to know. Good to know. I had no idea, one, because I don't have one of those, but uh, hopefully sometime soon I will make that investment and get one. Chris, we've got to get, we got to get people more active in the, in the group chat, man. I'm seeing, a, you know, I'm seeing the stock go down here. It's dying. I no, I, it's dying, bro. It's in the red. It's in the red. I think it's time to, uh, you know, shoot I, it up a couple percent. I wish you could remove people. Like, I can't. Right? I know, no. Yeah, that's pretty stupid. Yeah, it's forty-four billion for this app, and basic shit that like everyday fucking working people like us are figuring out. Like, hey, you should have this. That's that's a red flag. But anyway, yeah, we gotta gotta entice people to be more active, man. Well, people, you know, it was a starting point. You know, a lot of people were in there, but then they started to do their thing, and now they're doing their thing. And to me, it's almost like maybe that's a good thing for the group, you know. And like, here's the thing. Yeah, I mean, I guess the usuals are active. Yeah, that's what, so here's the other thought too. It's like, I don't consume NFT God's content barely at all anymore. And one of those reasons is for him, it's actually like, it's actually a very positive thing because 
I went to him and I consumed his content because I was looking for something and I feel like he did a good job of like showing me the way and now I'm just doing it and I don't feel like I need to consume the content as much. It's like a, a concept that you don't hear about that often. Yeah, that's interesting that you that you said that because I'd, I'd love to like hear a little more why you think that is. Like why do you think that you're not consuming it as much is because that you, you're at uh, – a different point in your life now where you don't like need it as much or because i'm how? doing it now like when i was doing all like that side of things i was like in the research mode learning how to like build the brand do the thing and now i'm just living it like i'm literally just doing it all the time i don't feel the necessary uh i don't feel it's necessary to go and just read ab- absolutely everything he says because i feel like i'm just living it now there i mean i have his newsletter right i do i uh, do a quick skim see if there's points there that could help me which i i definitely appreciate that but yeah I, I just think that like i've got to a point where like if i run this game plan for a long enough time i'll get to a point that i'm really happy with i love that that's awesome and not only it's almost as if you're spending now more time on yourself compared to the time that it was taking you to read all of his content you know in newsletters you're putting that time to better yourself and grow yourself. So that's pretty amazing. I got to pivot. Yeah, go ahead. You got to, you got to, you got to pick up the bull. I got to pivot. I don't know. I just think, I just think of random shit, man. My ADD is all over the place. Um, I just thought, had this thought to myself that more than ever, that Apple slogan, think differently is like super important, man. Like whenever technology becomes so accessible to everyone where everyone can like publish their thoughts or publish their work. I think think differently is so important, man, because like you see a lot of uninspiring shit out there, man. There's a lot of people just kind of monkey see monkey do. It's just like they see what they want to be or what they think they want to be. And then they don't, they don't add anything original to it. They don't bring like, you know, the saying there's nothing new under the sun and like the whole book steal like an artist. Like it's, there's truth to that. Right. But there's also ways to infuse like your soul into things, you know, like my my style of art that I'm going to attempt to just like put out. And who cares? You know, I started from zero. If I stay at zero, who gives a shit? But it's so analog. And that's that's what I think is going to be interesting about it. Like, it's super analog when you see or if you ever get to see it, like, you're gonna be like, oh, shit. OK, this is cool. It's different. That's that's what I strive for It's just different. So we have another little tip on what to look for for your art. So thank you for that. (laughs) No, but I agree because I feel like a lot of people see what is working for others. So they try to mimic that exact same game plan when they are not that person. Like you have so many unique qualities about yourself that makes you stand out to others. Why would you want to do something exactly like that other person just because it's working for them? That's a banger right there. Clip it up, Chris. Send it over to Tally. Send some Mardi Gras beads, whatever he needs. That's a nice, that's a good one right there. Um, but yeah, she's, she's so right. It's like the things that make you you, like why would you take that away from the equation, man? Like you should just bring, just be yourself. Like the things that, if, if I were to get in my own way, like I wouldn't even consider doing the kind of art that, I, that I'm thinking about, you know, but since I realized, and maybe, you know, from experience or just paying attention, I realized, like, that's what makes art special, is that shit that, like, can't be replicated, you know? Whether it's your handwriting on a piece, 
or the way you like fucking just cut out pictures and put them. You know what I mean? Like there's so many ways to express yourself when and when you're not trying to. What the fuck is that? We'll play the intro again while you're at it. No, no, no. Um, I'm giving you cheers, man. I'm clapping for oh, you. Oh, thank you, man. Thank you. I love you, Chris. I'm very sensitive when I start talking about this shit. But, <laughs> but yeah, man, uh, I'll, I'll start to wind it down. I just wanted to, to express that. Just, just be yourself. And the, the art kind of takes care of itself. Thank you, Fleet. Put my hand up. Appreciate that. So I think you're spot on. And here's what I would add to piggyback to kind of put a bow tie on it all. I think a lot of people want to mimic the result, right? That's why you see all these people copy pasting and a T-Golf strategy because they simply want the engagement. They don't necessarily, in my opinion, care about the content itself. But this is kind of what I think you're saying. It's like, it just goes back to this thing and it's so oversaid, you know? And like, I think it gets said so much, it almost means nothing now, which... I hate, but it's like you really do have to fall in love with the process. Like you have to enjoy the process. He had success in this thing because he could sustain it because it was just genuine and he enjoyed the process of reading, learning, creating the content. And when you're having fun with the process, I think that's when you when you've hit your stride. Because like when you're having fun doing something, you you kind of like if if people if it doesn't pop off or it doesn't get popular, like you kind of don't care. Like you just exactly. enjoy doing it. Literally, that's it. Like, that's it. Like, when I'm writing or B making these videos I started doing, like, two hours can fly by, and, it, like, I get lost in time. I have some cringe-ass analogies that I'd love to share, but I won't. No, I want to hear them. Cringe-ass. This is how we're going to end the show, with some cringy analogies. I, I mean, Fetch, uh, Emily, uh, and uh, I, I forgot her name. It was a nice name, but I'll just say br uh, Brush like you did yesterday they'd have to all give thumbs up for me to give this analogy but i i, I can't i, no, I don't no. even know we need thumbs down please get thumbs down we need thumbs down there we go okay good so you guys go ahead take it from here no no we're waiting for your analogies okay okay cool you it's it's ridiculous it's so stupid uh like you have to be an idiot to think of this analogy but so it's like if i <laughs> If I wanted to, like, start a Pornhub channel, right? Like, I, even if it didn't pop off, I'm going to have fun making those videos. Though <laughs> That makes perfect sense. I mean, you're, you're tying in pleasure. I could not get, no, I could be doing it for 20 years. For the rest of my life, and I don't get a, a, one single view, I'm not going to stop making those videos because they're amazing and they're fun. And it's primitive. I, I mean, it's I something nice, you have I to do. I found a nice kind of PG way to, to express that analogy. I'm proud of myself. What did you guys think? Fetch, what do you think of that analogy? Uh, <laughs> I loved it. I was throwing up the crying, laughing, emo laughing emojis because I was laughing. But no, it was, it was a nice, you know, little PG way. You really uh, watered yourself down a little bit. So that was great. But it it nice hits the point that. home, right? Like it, it, it hammers the point home. No it, it, it really totally. does hammer the point home. <laughs> this is called rim shot. Oh God! Wait, the plane is, the whole plane is going down. Never mind the two seater. The whole fucking 757 is going down. Everyone's done for now. <laughs> but I think everyone walks away if they're gonna remember any analogy or any point from this talk. It's gonna be the Pornhub one. I, that's Wait, my bet. Can you tweet that out today? Nick, turn that into a well-structured tweet. 
Can you just like you're the you're the content guy, man? You can just quote me and put it out and use it. No, no, no. It's off brand for me. It won't resonate, but very on brand for you. <laughs> All right. How about you ghostwrite it for me? All right. I think that's fair. I like that idea. Anyway, we're gonna wrap it up. No pun intended. Fetch anything you want to say before we end this, flea? What's going on? Hey, man. You know what a way to end it. What a way to finish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what? I I've got nothing to say. Honestly, it was another another great space, and I appreciate everyone coming out to listen. This is probably one of my favorite parts of the day. So, yeah. I hope it was everyone a, has a great day. It was a load of fun, Chris. It was a load I mean, of fun. every day, guys. Every day, I think you know I'm going to bed, but I'm like, oh no, let's just listen to this space. I come here yesterday and today, and I I laugh so hard, and I'm all energized. You know, I don't want to sleep. Oh, I love to hear that. That's the goal. <laughs> we love you. Oh, yes, that too. makes me so happy. I'm so glad. I'm like cool with this, like you know, with the, the size of this room. And I'm using like triggering words like size, stuff like that. But like just the people here, it's cool, man. Like even if it's not hundreds of people, like this, this is, it's it's probably better, man. It's definitely better. It's much more entertaining. So there's a few rooms I'll say that like I used to go to quite regularly, and they're good. Which because they were good, uh, they've grown quite quite a bit. And they, I don't know, it loses something. You know, the, the host maybe it's the ego. Does the ego grow the size of the room? I think it might. And it really changes the feel of a space. That's why, like, I had this idea for, for just a way to keep that going with a space. So say you start to see growth in, in what you're doing in terms of spaces. I would just get a co-host. Yeah, there you go, growth. Um, I would get a co-host, and their job would, to, would be to manage the room, whether it's to bring up speakers, whatever. And I would just turn my phone off so I don't see who's in the room or how many people are in the room and just, oh, it's always going to be, before it even starts up, like you start it, turn off the screen, bring the cold stuff or whatever, and off to the races so that you're not influenced or affected or given anxiety by how many people show up. I think that's a good call. A problem that we probably won't face, but in general, I really like that. Maybe on the Fetch Factor, though. Fetch Factor has a good shot at this thing, you know, being month to week and on a great time slot. Highly doubtful as of now. <laughs> no, I'm just no, playing. Fetch- Fetch is cool, man. Fetch is not, she's not cheesy. She's not like, I don't know. I, some, some of these other hosts, especially like when they're women, they, they tend to lean on that too much. And I just think like everyone should be treated equally, regardless if you're man or woman. I just think you should be judged by like the, your content and, and the quality of your content, not just because you're a woman. I think that like handicaps you, you know? So I think Fetch has a good balance of, of just like, she, she is a woman, but take that away. And she still is like, just a super like i don't know she's she's charming and she's like she pulls you in oh thank you so much flea you are so sweet i appreciate that that means a lot um thank you flea oh my god the (laughs) roses this man has now is incredible what's going on emily the sound effects are everything. I think that you are really masterful with it. It adds a touch of just, you know, extra, like it's, it's extra production that I appreciate. You know, it makes it, it makes it lively. But I think that 
You know, I I haven't done any space uh, any spaces, but I think I maintain my point. I think that you have key people. If you have key people with you, you have fetch, right? Plea, I really like your vibe. I think I like your potty mouth. I think you're funny, uh, and I think you're you're thoughtful. So if you have your people with you, they maintain your cipher. They maintain your vibe. I, I it's just on top of my head. I think that if you have if you keep that strong then that's the core DNA. So it doesn't matter how big you get. If that that stays strong, then thank you, thank you. Thank you. I, I, thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. You'll be you'll be golden. That that's that's my that's my take on it. Well, I think that's a good take. So basically what we're saying out here is I need fetch and flee or I'm fucked. So I'm gonna keep that in mind going forward. <laughs> and, and your hat. You don't forget your hat. Yeah. You're and like your the, water. You like can't the baby, the water. The water, too. Yeah, you're like the babysitter from Goodfellas. I got to get my hat. <laughs> All right. Enough of this foolishness, guys. This, is, this has been fun, though. I enjoy this. I do agree on all points. I think the number one asset in spaces is your co-hosts every single time. Because people like those dynamics. People like those relationships, the banter, the, the speech back and forth, you know? Got your next tweet, Chris. There you go. Write it up. About, uh, fucking tweet about co-hosts. Well, if I write it up today, you'll see it in about three weeks. Well, that's the that's the that's the uh, the line you want to walk, man. You want to be Mister Schedule. There you go. Consistency, baby. That's a number one game for me. I don't care what anything. As long as I'm consistent and disciplined, everything else is gravy. Anyway. Well, there we go. Okay, here we go. This is the favorite part of everyone at the show. Right here. The little voice. This is my jam. Now, this song, you're not going to hear it again soon. Because Crayons released a song that I can use for my intro outro. He posted I can't it. wait to hear that. He posted it on his Twitter and I DM'd him and I was like, bro, this song is fire. He was like, you know what, my guy? I'm going to release it just for you. And you can use it on your spaces. And I said, oh, hell yeah. So I'm just waiting for it to get on Spotify so I can bring it over. Make sure to engage with my tweets. The only thing I care about is engagement. The level of your engagement is the level of your self-worth. You're not supposed to ad-lib on the fuck. Damn, damn, damn. See ya. <laughs>